Thanks for downloading The Nightcap. And remember, if you love listening as much as we love doing it, then you can support us now at patreon.com forward slash The Nightcap. On there, we'll be giving away some exclusive sign menus from Paul's Michelin star restaurant, Salt. There'll be other content, plus you'll get first access to any future live events we do. So go to patreon.com forward slash The Nightcap. So let's know when you're ready, mate. Do you yeah, need to set the cameras going? Yeah, just repeat, sir. How's the cooking? It's good. It's good. I did. Um, what did I do the other day for the first ever time? I'm still doing cauliflower puree like it's never going out of fashion, though. <laughs> it's like, what, do you know what I mean? Like it's like the one thing I could, I could oh, always go back it. to. Oh. But no, uh, I've done the rhubarb thing twice, but I keep overcooking it the first time and having to do it again every time. And I know I'm going to do it, but I can't figure it out. Uh, so there's just one right, component yeah. to just it. Just ask Paul. Yeah, it's be. on your doorstep. Yeah, I know. It's just, just fern him up. No, I've, I've not really pestered you. I've yeah, not really pestered you about food stuff yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah I should. Hmm. No, I've been round for um, dinner round time. It was really nice. Went yeah, back in the Yeah, yeah did a did a pear and almond pudding cake. That was nice. Just a bit of very simple nice. lamb and salad. Didn't I? When Paul was coming round, Hayley was like, "What are you going to cook?" And I was like, "No, no, no, no. I'm not going down that. I'm just going. It's going to be salad and meat, and it's going to be just like yeah, if I look like I'm trying, I'll just look like an absolute <laughs> dickhead. Do you know what I mean?" <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Nightcap, life behind the Michelin star, a late night lock-in here where some of the best chefs in the country candidly discuss and debate all things culinary over a few drinks. This is episode three. Um, It's just gone 10 o'clock. We're upstairs at Salt Restaurant in the heart of Stratford-upon-Avon, Shakespeare's home, and service is wrapping up downstairs. As always, let me introduce myself and what the hell we're doing here. My name's Simon Alexander. I'm a podcaster, producer, and daytime cooking show contestant. To my very left, good pl- one. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ah, <laughs> oh, love it. And to my left, playing host, owner, and head chef of this very Michelin-style restaurant, Mr. Paul Foster. Good to see you all again. And our guest today owned the York Arms in North Yorkshire for over twenty years, and was the first female British chef to be awarded a Michelin star in two thousand and three. A star she's retained to this day. It's Frances Atkins. Welcome. Thanks so much for coming. It's an absolute pleasure. Yes. And after a meal that, like I've had, yeah, what more can I say? Great. Well, let's start with that before we get mm. on to some other things. So, how was dinner? Dinner was phenomenal. Yeah. So, so good. And Stratford and Avon are really lucky to have such a great restaurant here. Uh, it's oh, been a long time you. in the making, though. We honestly yeah. have not had a, we've had a Michelin star restaurant here wow. over 10 years ago or something. It might have been we're the first ever. Well, oh, was it the first ever? Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know until the old regime that there was something that was awarded yeah. around here. But. Well, it was really, really stimulating. And the great thing about eating out is that it's inspirational. Yeah. You want to run back to your kitchen and think, hmm. Do you? Oh, yes. That... Oh, yes. Absolutely. I you love think, that. God, that's great. What yeah, I've right. eaten tonight was really, really super. Beautifully flavoured. Textures were great. It was exciting. And. Uh, 
I just wanted to get home now and get cooking. Well, Paul was saying he was a tad nervous because there was Yorkshire yeah. rhubarb yes. on yeah. the menu. Oh, and yes. I was like, oh, God, if anyone's yes. going to... Well, at least he didn't try and do a Yorkshire pudding. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why we didn't get you here Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. How, how was the rhubarb dish? And the what, rhubarb were there anything was that beautiful, stood out to you? nice and crisp, not messed about with. You see, in Yorkshire, we don't like our stuff messed about with. And it was Pure. just, just, just right. Yeah. It was just right on the honey honey foam on top was super added just the right balance to to the dish awesome okay well um coming up on today's show just to run through a few things so one of our main topics will be tv cooking shows that's where francis and i met we're going to be talking about what it's like behind the scenes how helpful they are in a chef's career we'll also be discussing why the cooking profession is such a male dominated one there'll be more TripAdvisor reviews from salt and the york arms we'll do boiling point where our chefs tell stories of the real heat of the kitchen and we'll finish up with some home cooking hacks as well for you to take away um I did want to ask though because it was sort of a theme of the first two podcasts Paul got your style was it five months ago now or something yeah October the 1st yeah and Francis was actually sat directly behind me I was oh, it's yeah it was the first time yeah. kind of met, it yeah. was it, it was it is amazing and I have to say there is nothing for me there was there has been nothing in my life better than when I got the star. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, and I still still remember that. Probably passing my driving test and getting my Michelin star. <laughs> what a list. Was two wows in my life. How sad is that? No, it's not sad at all. You're kidding. But I can honestly say that. I, I've had to admit as a female to it's so important to me that uh, it's more important to me than any relationship, anything with the fact that I got that star for my food. Well, I'll tell you what, let's, let's talk about that first then, because mm. it feels apt. Like, when you received, so it's 2003, you're the first British female chef to get a Michelin star. Well, I don't know if I was the first British female chef. I think that's sort of oh, something it? internet um, ah, invented. Right, okay. But I was one of the few. I think I would be yeah. more happy to say that. Because there's not that. many at no, all, no, 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 there hasn't. But I would say I was one of the, one of the few. So, to say why is that is too big a question, but like back in two thousand and three, what mm. just describe like what the landscape was in the in the chef's world and well, it was male. Yeah, yeah. I mean there were very very few females around, but I have to say um, I'm was so focused it, it it never really bothered me, and in actual fact I used to get quite irritated when people used to say, well, what does it feel like? Because as far as I was concerned, I had an all female kitchen in those days, so it didn't matter. Right, yeah. But slowly that sort of dropped off and we got males and some males were okay. Others were full of aggro. Well, the ones that were full of aggro just had to walk, didn't they? Yeah. Couldn't, it went yeah. up to it. Why yeah, does why does it. it attract like that sort of macho I, I military I mean, almost like what is it about the well, back when um, when I was when I started cooking ninety eight and then it was so male dominated. I was a couple of kitchens I worked in uh, with females in, and I noticed I observed back then that they they almost had to try and work harder to stand out, which was ridiculous, really. Really? Wow. Yeah, I don't know whether that was a subconscious thing or what, but it's but not the then, way it should Paul, have been. But in fairness, then kitchens were hard places, yeah, weren't they? Yeah, they were, they were brutal, I mean, yeah. you know, they were brutal. Today, there's, we don't have that. Everybody's into, quite rightly, too, mm. and having a pleasant working environment. Yeah. And, and you produce better food, and that's probably why the food is so good these days, yeah. that everybody's happy. <laughs> <Yeah. you> know, <laughs> 
kitchen will love it. They're the not hiding under the table for a pan coming, you know, rocketing <laughs> over their heads or whatever. I mean, I'm a big football fan, and I remember hearing like the class of '92, a fam- famous group of Man United players that was David Beckham and everyone. They had like initiations. Yeah. By older players, and they said that when they grew up, they were the first ones in the early noughties to stop doing that to the younger kids. Yeah. Was that a similar sort of thing in the chefs' yeah. world, where it was initiations? It was what sort of oh, stuff yeah. would you, you see going to, on? I, you had to, you had to prove you were tough. You had to prove that you weren't wet behind the ears. Um, but still, it, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a good place to be, mm. and. You survived if your passion, you know, if you could, your passion was greater than, yeah. and you were good at getting out of the way yeah. when the pans came and over. When I was a commie chef at mm. Le Manoir back mm. in well, about 2000, the sous chefs, senior chef the parties, they wouldn't even say hello to you in the morning because it's like, no. I'm not even going to get to know this guy because he'll be no. gone. So really? a few, six months in, they'll start saying hello. They might go out for a beer with you. But before that, it's like, well, he'll be gone or no, you I'll were be looking him later. Were, Worse than so, a speck of dust on the floor, yeah. you know. Wow. You walk past say hello in the morning, just straight past you. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. And did, it I, affect, I don't did, that affect, did that affect you, do you think? Like when people like that too? It, 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 it did me days? when I was younger, because I was very unconfident before I got good at something and I was very shy. So I took it the wrong way. But it, it did. I did build a, a layer of thick skin afterwards. So it did, did me good in most ways. That old character building chestnut that they yeah, felt Yeah, really. Yeah, it was yeah. like... You know, I didn't have a soft upbringing as a kid, didn't have a hard upbringing. But when I was, you know, it was like I worked in a very small two rosette restaurant, me and the head chef, we were good mates. Um, and then I went straight to Le Manoir, like 40 chefs in the kitchen, running around at eight in the morning, everyone shouting it and stitching everyone up. Uh, and it was a shock to the system. So it was very bad in some ways, but in some ways it brought me out my shell. It made me stronger and I wouldn't. Getting through that adversity has been key to my career, really. Do you think, though, um, having had that, um, those influences as a young chef, do you think that's made a difference to you today? Yeah, I used to, well, it's definitely shown me how not to manage and <laughs> how not yes, to treat people. Yes, I know, people. but do, yeah. you, do, do you think, exactly, well, we all know that and mm. you wouldn't do that, but do you think it made you perhaps a bit more determined, more gutsy, yeah, more, you know, I am mm. going to succeed? Yeah. But do, I mean, from the point of view of the times then, do you think it sort of sorted out the men from the boys, that sort of... Business. Yeah, and, and I looked at, like, say, take the sous chefs, for instance. There was two that I really liked and admired and were really good. Yeah. There was two that I hated, they were arrogant, and yeah. they didn't care. Yeah. So when they made a mistake, I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah. It was like, highlight <laughs> my win. Really? Relish it. It's ruined 10 loaves of foie gras. Like, Rubbing your hands you know? together. Because I just remember that when they're bollocking me, and I'd just, the way they'd speak to me, and I'd see them making mistakes, and I'd just think, no, I'm going to be better than you. Fuck you. Like, no. Mm. Yeah. Like, so he give me that, like, I can do that. I can be where you are. I don't need you knocking me and being, you know, physically violent like they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I was like, no, I can be better than you. And I've done better than some of them, so. From a from like a media background, like there is, n- I can't relate to any of what you're talking about. <laughs> like honestly, it could not be further away never hit from there. No. <laughs> no, exactly, like it's so Why not. But did you, <laughs> Did either of you ever feel like, in, in especially in the early days, and I don't know what it was like because perhaps there were fewer females in the kitchen at that point, did you ever feel intimidated? Did you ever feel like... Well, the trouble is, I was pathetic, really, but I was so desperate to cook 
to be to to be in the kitchen. I mean, I uh, my first job, I used to have to go and stand in front of the two bosses who remain nameless, <laughs> and and they'd say, they'd lay, they'd uh, catalogue all the mistakes I'd made that week, and then say, well, that'll be some, such off your wages, and that'll be off your wages, and that'll be off your wages, and I ended wow. up with about nothing. And I used to say, it's all right, it's all right, it's fine. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know, because I just, I just was desperate to stay there. Yeah. And uh, pathetic, really, when I, when I look at it now. Wow. But still for me, and that's why I asked you that question, yeah. for me, uh, that place still had a magic. I, it introduced me to fine wine. It introduced me to, to what was then uh, wonderful food. For me, it was another world, and it was a world that I was part of. And mm -hmm. um, that... Um, has never left me. Yeah. So it didn't matter if I didn't get my wages for that week. I just like I could manage. I had yeah. to chat at my dad. At yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. But also back then there was there wasn't as many special restaurants around, no. was there? So they'd you know like those yeah. stories of like Marco going into kitchens working yeah. six months for free. But you can't do that now. There's so many great restaurants and there's not enough chefs. So the power's mm. with the chefs. So you you, mm. you know people have to change their ways and people have to look after them and. The only thing I would say to you is, though, the only thing I really do feel that I constantly, and I can't help it, look for um, the excitement or the passion in young chefs. Yeah. You know, if you find it, yeah, it's, it's really gift. rewarding oh, it's for you. You so it? yeah. want that person to succeed, mm. but so often it's oh well, I've done eight hours, you know, and you think oh come on, yeah, yeah. what's happened there? I yeah, know. why no, is that you, you, you can't you can't work with them if we're so, like as, as Paul says, we're so short of chefs that we sort of take mm. anything. Wow, <laughs> um, Paul, you mentioned before that there's still very few female Michelin star chefs in this country. Is that mm. simply because there aren't as many women head chefs in? Restaurants, or is that because there's any some sort of bias towards? No, there it, or are there are women. There are lots of women now yeah. in kitchens. Some the women are coming on now. You know, the are, nicer yeah. kitchens to be. They are. They are. The women are there now. Th that's great. And uh, and you know, the next next ten years, it'll. Do you be, think there'll, there'll be, be a, a head? Uh, the, yes. the weight of Michelin star chefs who are and aren't men and women Absolutely. will change. Yeah, I but, think definitely catching yeah. up now. Plenty, yeah, yeah plenty of be, women yeah. knocking around. Oh, that's really reassuring because I was really I was a bit worried that when we talked about this that you would come in and be a little bit like oh, actually do you know what this is bad about the industry but no, you're really positive no, about because no that. and I think there are a lot of and there are a lot of good the only problem that we have uh, now is sorry to say it it's the media yeah, yeah no <laughs> fine I can take it can you <laughs> pour me some more right. wine Paul well done <laughs> yeah. but it is because you know so you love cooking so you go on MasterChef and um, you win master chef or you come second and then that's wonderful you're made and you've done none of the graft and you don't yeah. have the knowledge you've short shortcuts you, you sure, yeah. yes you know and you don't have that knowledge and i was having that conversation uh with paul earlier how many people come through and they say they can do they can cook and they can't cook yeah loads of them yeah loads of them yeah it's because i always say to my guys it's not like you know you see these master chef programs out there and they've got some of their pluses but the negative side of it yeah. people view it like x factor like x factor you sing you can sing yeah. you can't just cook it no. takes years to, yeah. to really learn so if you win master chef as a professional chef about 2022 
and you're you know you're mid-level where, where do you go from there because you're not ready to be out on your own no you can't run a restaurant and you, or... you know you might do a year of you know doing some pop-ups making a few quid but then there's another winner taking over so you've got to stick in if you want to do well you have to stick in a good kitchen and work your way up it's the only way yeah to build that knowledge and it takes time be, miles you, on the miles on the road sort of thing yes but you as a person who is doing that should be embracing the knowledge mm-hmm. yeah not saying oh you know this is boring yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, i can do all this or i can look at it look 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 it up in the latest cookery book mm, yeah you know you, you've got to embrace that kitchen you've got to really really do it because otherwise you're going to launch yourself off and lose money and not do yeah. very well oh, i bet there's so many stories of that happening because these shows have been around for so long now i bet mm. it's littered with people that have done that it had is. a spike for a year oh, and then just fallen Loads off the of edge them. Yeah. Of them. yeah it's um, like a quick peek but it ties in with what um what francis was saying earlier so like with you know you're saying about will there be more women head chefs mission star chefs and there will be because mm. they've they're been grafting. inspired by people like Francis and they're grafting now. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. there's not it many It takes a while for a generation of any people exactly. to come through, doesn't it? I suppose. Right. Five, yeah. 10, 15 years, yeah. they'll be there. They'll be yeah. coming through. Yeah. And know. I do think, I think uh, society has changed too with young people. Um, it's very different when I was younger. Of course. Uh, now, you know, young people integrate well together. The the friends, you know, the the, the there is... It's very different. It's not sort of a great division of the sexes as as they used to be. No, no, it's not. You know, That's it's super not, reassuring to hear. Yeah, no, it's. I see it. I see it at work. You know, they're all mates, all good mates. They do all sorts of things together that they wouldn't normally do socially and at work mm-hmm. um, that wouldn't have happened. In my, when I was that age, it just wouldn't, you know, boys were boys and girls were girls, and you either went out or you didn't, you know. Black and, and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really yeah. was now, you know, we're, we're the best of mates, but we know we're not having an affair or we're not going out with each other. <laughs> Don't know what we're doing, really, but still, that's all right. Yeah, I love that. But, but it, you know, it, it's just different, and I think that has an impact too. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, we've touched upon it briefly, but before we move on, do we need any more topics? Top up of drinks, are we good? What are we um, drinking here at the some moment? Nice well, we're drinking some nice English Chardonnay, yeah, and then love lovely. it. I'm about to get onto the beer, some purity. Yes, what yeah. we got? Longhorn, Lawless, or Gold? I think I'll stick to the wine, thanks. Stick to the wine. Yes, right, I'll yes, move on I to whatever you recommend, beer. mate. Honestly, um, so yeah, we touched uh, touched upon it uh, briefly there, but wanted to talk about TV cooking shows because uh, actually the reason France, well, not the reason, but um, we were able to obtain Francis onto this show because I had a connection with her two years ago we were on a cooking show together it was called Yes Chef you won't have heard of it uh, but it was great fun oh, it we was... heard of your programme <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly um, yeah it was uh, on BBC One a couple of years ago and um, yeah it was sort of like a cross between MasterChef and Great British Menu really it was home cooks who thought they could do a bit um, teaming up with Michelin star chefs um, trying to help each other out with dishes, it was it was chaos, but really great fun. And I learned 
probably more in that one day than I have reading oh, stuff online. Honestly, no, it's true. Honestly, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, the next weekend I came home and cooked Haley because it was Valentine's Day. We were near That's there. That's right. Yes, it was. So I, yes. I went home yeah. and cooked the mm. cooked the guinea fowl mm. dish straight away and try and did it wrong and all those sorts of things. But <laughs> it was a really incredible experience. It was a lot different to what I expected. But yeah, I know Paul's also done a few guest appearances on a few shows. So I yeah. thought it'd be good to talk about what the, your you, your guys' relationships with TV shows. What was your first appearance like? Can you remember what that was like? Your first I did, TV show. Um, oh, I did Great British Menu back. I think it was after you. I did it in oh, yes. 2012 oh. yeah. Olympic year. Were, were you about 2009? Yeah, I was just we... before you. Yeah, that's right. I that's didn't a have a good time though. I didn't have a good time. Oh really? No, no. And in actual fact, it, I really actually thought after that I'm not doing any more. Oh, really? <laughs> I'll just stay yeah. in my kitchen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't very good at it's all. It's quite a unique show though, isn't it? And what it's I realised when hard. I was doing it, it's not a cookery program. It's a drama no. program. That's it. It's not cookery. It's to the create yeah. drama. And this is what I put my um, I made one big big mistake it was um, our subject was um, the war oh yeah I remember yeah yeah and I put um, my father had been um, very very involved in the D-Day landings and so I dug up all this history about him and I went to France and went wow. around the mm. monastery and the BBC wow. sent me all around there and that was all lovely and I'd got all my and you've just hit hit the nail on the head got all my recipes ready and my first course was uh, wrote the story and it was my father um, having his uh, fag and a pint of beer in the pub before he goes off so I'd done this um, parsnip cigar that was stuffed that, in the shape of a cigar and I'd done my little beer jelly and ta 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 I got it <laughs> just carried away totally sounds great <laughs> well, well I did it all until the producer came along on the day so they'd had all the menus and they'd seen all that and they said oh sorry we can't we can't do anything that emulates smoking Oh, because of BBC regulations. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I said, no. "You're joking! You've had all, you know, you've you've had yeah, the menus. You've, weeks you've and weeks had before. the yes, yeah. and I've practiced it, and I've got it sorted, and I was all ready to call. So that just I would have had a tantrum. No, no, well, no, I'm afraid I did. This is <laughs> Lost it. I did. So I had a, a little wobbly, to say the least, over that. And then, um, as everybody knows now. But I didn't know then. The producer kept asking me to knock my fellow contestants. You know, and you don't do that. No, well, verbally, so. you just say oh, like... Oh, abuse them. Like, oh, you know... You, yeah, you know, not banter. Your, your want... fish looks a bit rubbish. And yeah. this looks a bit this, that and the other. Wow. And I thought, oh, I actually felt... I was a bit worked up anyway. And I thought, I can't do that. You know, I quite like these guys. Yeah, <laughs> and, absolutely. And, and, They're telling you not mean. to be yourself yes, for the and, sake of the cameras. Yes. Yeah. So we had to say, oh, well, you know, oh, burnt that again when they hadn't and that sort of thing. And that took my concentration away from what it was doing. Yeah, They're very clever the way and, they do and, it. So. Yeah. And so it, it went on. I managed to get my food out all right. And that was it. But by that, 
by the time I finished, I was an emotional wreck. Really? And it t- I thought, takes it toll. No, no. I was absolutely... And at the end, I disgraced myself totally. Oh, did you? I've never oh, seen yes, it, so no, I don't... No, you yeah. don't want to see it. So <laughs> it's I on Netflix now. Hold my head down. <laughs> <laughs> I disgraced because she said, the producer said to me when we'd done it all and, and, um, and I got the sack... Um, the producer said to me, now, how do you feel, Francis? I said, you have got to be joking. Do fancy asking me that? And she looked astounded. She did look Mm. astounded. I said, I'm an emotional wreck. I said, I'd rather do 100, you know, hard surfaces than what I've done here. And um, and then sort of stomped off. So that was the end of that. And um, I thought, oh, well, right. Well, I'll just better get to the calf down the road. That's my future. <laughs> <laughs> I really messed oh, it up. No. And then... Did you genuinely feel it? Yeah, Did yeah. Oh, no, like- no. I was so distraught. My, my, I was going to... My husband nearly divorced me. I was really, really upset. So wow. anyway, that was all That was all done. And, so, and then they rang me up about a month later and said, do you want to do it again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what they do, oh, you see. Then God. to get you in and say, well, Francis was bottom of the class last time and she will, was she, a will she redeem herself yeah, I don't want to play will on that she, drama, you know, yeah. now will she be able to I, you I know. had no idea that that was such so, a traumatic so thing so it was well for me it's not for many people no, sure. but it was for me and I thought about it afterwards and I thought you know what a fool I made one big bad mistake there and I did some oh that was another thing they kept shoving this. I was very close to my father, and so it was very emotional for me to do this. Mm. And we'd got all his medals and his picture and everything, which is what they wanted. Wow. And they kept sticking his picture of my father in front of my nose. So I was cooking away and busy making a mess of it. And there was my father. This is getting worse by the minute. Yeah. Wow. And so... So that was that. So I thought, oh, I'll, I'll just, you know, I don't think I'll bother anymore. But, and then t- um, it took a while to go and go back to TV because oh, yes, you eventually well, I did. did. But, yes, I mm. did. But I just had to sort of get... And I'm sorry, but I learned one lesson through all that. And that was harden up, you know, get your act together and don't, <laughs> don't do something that's so, you know, emotional to yeah, you. Sure. Because yeah, cooking is emotional. Exactly. Yeah. It's all personal. So, you know, I really could have needed to go in a home after that <laughs> wow I had no idea what was it like for you when you go into it you think because you only have to do like two portions of each dish that's so you right. think that's easy you yeah. do like 40, 50, 60 yeah. restaurants so yeah, good yeah. point yeah. and you're doing one dish at a time you're not doing all of them no. I mean, the time constraints are quite tight but it's bloody hard it really is and you're like why is this so hard? What's going on? Why am I sweating? Mm. Like I'm cooking mm. two dishes, <laughs> but they're so clever. And I, I had the advantage of like my former boss sat, he'd done it before and he'd won it. So a lot of conversations on the phone with him and he was like, give me a heads up of look. Really? So in between they'll recording, you're ringing Sat Baines going, give well, me. Before I actually went on the show, he's oh, like, sorry, right. don't fall into the producer's traps. He's like, they want to play you off against everyone. He said, when you're a, the reason they go through all your dishes with you on the phone, see your recipes, they know the crucial stages. So they'll pull you away from an interview at that crucial stage. 
No. Yes. Just naughty that is, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. because you know, they said to me too what, and I was at that point I was all very pleased with myself because <laughs> I'd written out all my stages. Yeah, me too. Just yeah. so, so I'd written out, you know, sear that off, you know, stick mm. that in the chill blast chiller, do this, do this. So, so I thought, right, I'm all sorted. So when they ask me a silly question, I'll just look down at number eight. Oh yes, sear that. So I'll yeah. be all right. Yeah. And wow. she said to me the producer said oh it takes a woman so I was all you know because I was with two chaps as usual so I thought so I'm all right you know fell flat on my face but there you go wow. and they'll pull you around the side and they'll be like oh, we'll just get a quick interview That's one it. minute one minute yeah. and then they're messing with the camera just trying to get the level right and you know they're just taking the mic and it's like can we a lot I'm just just got to do this and there are stories and I'm not accusing anyone anything. a lot of stories I know a lot of guys have done it of ovens being turned off blast chillers being yeah. turned off not accusing that, anyone no, but no, I hear I a lot that. of it you know oven temperatures changing there's no ghost there it's, just, we, yeah, no. it's too much of a coincidence we yeah. had a fight over the we had a fight over the, well not a fight but sort of you know a raised eyebrow yeah. job um, <laughs> a British over, fight that's yeah, called I think that's yeah. right it's over, <laughs> over, over over the ovens and and the gear and, yeah and, and, and all the stuff because if if you didn't there's a joke in kitchens with a lot of chefs before service starts if the kitchen's a bit short of pans or whisks or whatever it's you know the savvy chef goes along and gets all the best pans yeah and you hide on the night before for his, for his fridge, section yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> straight on to exactly. he would have done it to you exactly. he would have done it to you yeah. and I said this is what was going on there too yeah so you hadn't got a pan when you wanted one mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't ready for it. I would be now, but I'm not. I, yeah. I wasn't ready for well, they, it. They keep asking me to go back, but I'm just not interested. It, yeah. it was good. It was very good for my profile at the time. It yeah, that was, was going to be my next like question. Did you, did you feel the positive effects of being on a prime TV cooking show? Did it feel like I, I think so. More people recognised you. More people booked to, your, to come to your restaurants. Did they, did they feel like an after a positive people aftermath? People still come here now and like, oh, we saw you on Great British Menu, and they're from this they kind do. of area, and they I do. was in Suffolk at the time, and that was you know, seven years ago I was mm. on it. So um, yeah, it has that positive. And that went on to other things. I've done Saturday Kitchen three or four times since. And I love doing that show. It's mm. cool. It's calm. Mm. They want your food to look good. So they're not about stitching you up. That's it's nice. nice yeah, you know, yeah. It's really nice. For it. It's live. <laughs> it's energetic. But they want it, want it to come across well. So I love doing that show or any shows like that, you know. Does it feel like the pressure's on when it's live? Does that feel Not really? Because you're just in a tiny room and there's a few producers in there. You don't no. really it's, know. You see, you see, that's a really good example. That's a mm. really good example. Whereas um, that is enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And in actual fact... Um, when we did yes chef yeah yeah it was it might not have been enjoyable for you <laughs> it was for us no, no. <laughs> honestly there was, probably, there was there was times where i was more nervous than i was letting on that's definitely true yeah but i never felt like anyone wasn't having a good time no. like like because the crew were all super nice they were and they were they were all really reassuring of like even though we say that it's 20 minutes if you need to take an extra few minutes to finish your dishes, that's yeah, fine. Just get it. We don't, yeah. we, don't, we don't want anyone not to plate up a lovely piece no. of whatever. Yeah. So that no, was reassuring. Because it was one pork. 
oh, old re- guy yeah. who did a bit of a mess Ron, Ron. it was Ron, Ron I remember his name yeah, oh, Ron. Yeah. Ron, Ron. and so we had to sort of dig him out and say it was wonderful so I had to stand there and say oh you know that's really nice I can just smell the flavours and just see that this is this is going to be something amazing <laughs> it had the, before you dropped it on the floor yeah. it was oh, yeah. unbelievable the producer was saying carry on yeah. I said, oh yes yeah Ron and, and we will have it every Saturday night with my wife I said oh, I can see you know this is good good, good stuff no, it was it was super enjoyable but yeah I think um it's always fascinating because I imagine there are more cooking shows around now than ever before or that's safe to say yeah but I imagine yeah, still you there's a sense of um if you've been asked to be on, that must feel like a really good thing, right? Must you must feel really oh, proud yeah, to be on? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With all those sorts of things, oh, especially yes. when like I was, I remember watching Francis and I was like a chef to party, and it's like, wow, I want to be on that. And a few years later on, it is amazing when they asked you, yeah, yeah, and you are on it, and yeah. Overall, it's, it's never done anything negative to me, but I just wouldn't do it again. Yeah, yeah. Do Not you, that show. Yeah. As a consumer, do you watch any, and do you have favourites that you genuinely like watching, or are you over it? Not much. I mean, really. to be honest, we're working. Yeah, yeah generally. I'm not gulping at television. I'm, <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually, you know, on the coal face. So, yeah, sure. but and uh, and then in the little time that you do have, quite frankly, you don't want to be. Well, I don't personally hmm. want to be watching food. <laughs> I watch. Um, I watch say like Saturday Kitchen or James Martin's yeah. show when friends are on it. Yeah. Or Sunday Absolutely. brunch when friends are on it because they've got a nice yeah. feel. I don't think I've watched. Oh, I, and I prefer amateur master chef to professional generally because I be, be, because it's these amateurs that they're genuinely passionate about food. Oh, that's so fascinating because I prefer like, the professionals one because yeah. I like to see people who know what they're doing. And but a lot of them don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, yeah. Honestly, like you get, and I think that's down to the selection process because if they were all amazing on master chef professionals, it'd be boring, wouldn't it? So they get some crap cooks, they get some mediocre and some good, and they weed them out, and the good ones win it generally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, but they're they making get, exciting. They television. don't get. They don't get the chefs that you you would want to watch. That's why. Right, okay. That's why. As it's not a chef, the creme de la creme like they, they no. pitch it. As a chef, you're not going to say, oh, I must watch that guy, he's amazing. No, that's you're interesting. You no, know, you're going to watch it and say, hmm. Yeah. So, what's what's so he doing? Yes, I know. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, uh, that's generally the conversation in yeah. most kitchens. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you see what he was doing with that yes, oxtail? Um, yeah, that's like, right. What? That's, that's right. You know, the I skills sh- test. Yeah. I, I just assumed that they were all like... Oh, no. Up and coming, next no. generation. No, you're There's watching a bit of a mix. Them. I prefer. To I feel watch. like an idiot. <laughs> no, no, like like Paul, I prefer to watch the amateurs because then I think because there's oh a rawness God, and fancy. that passion. Yes, there yeah. is, and then you then they're doing something, and you think, well, that's a good idea. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's something I hadn't really and thought also, of. Before. There's no arrogance with no. them. They, they want to be that's cooks. It. They want to be chefs. They're passionate, and they're just they're out there. They're, they're outside the comfort zone. Whereas not all of them, but you get a selection in professional master chef, which is his arrogance of like, oh, I should be here. And then yeah. I think chefs do enjoy it when they're shit. <laughs> After that, <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, you shouldn't have been so arrogant. Yeah. But I right. think that brings us on to another subject, really, doesn't it? Because that is something, again, it's a bit like chucking pants around, is arrogance. Yeah. You know, um, arrogance is very passe. 
and it's just really really bad and i really really hate it mm. because you know because our, our our subject um isn't about the you as a person it's mm -hmm. about what you're doing with you know fantastic ingredients mm. well i yeah from a consumer's point of view i've if i'm honest i've often linked that arrogance with the macho nature that you get from the kitchens like you see that mm. and you just think it's all part and parcel of the culture yeah, of the kitchen yeah, yeah arrogance and that trying to be out why, why, why should there nature. be that arrogance there why should there be no, there's, no, there's no reason or no, no need at all no it's an easy trap to fall into when you know like young men are inspired by you know that traditional way that alpha male and they just want mm -hmm. to be that guy and it they come across arrogant because they're not a natural leader as such so they're just trying to copy what these guys have done above them mm. um but no there's no need for that it doesn't get you anyway it doesn't improve your food it doesn't improve improve your leadership or how people respond to you but you mm. think well, maybe is that is that less and less happening is that oh, less I arrogance i don't think so no, no. I think he's <laughs> there all the time. <laughs> yeah, but the, I mean, you know, put it this way, it's very refreshing when you see a great talent, you know, and you think, wow, and he's just a nice, nice, nice person. guy. That adds to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But that's the bonus. Yeah, it is. Totally. Mm. I agree. Right. Well, from nice people to awful people that love using TripAdvisor to oh. vent their frustrations. On that. Actually, Here I we go. Yeah. I feel like this could be a touchy subject for you this week. So you've had a big week on TripAdvisor, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, we have. I've had a few removed, actually, because we've had loads of false Honestly. ones. We had a bit of a vendetta against a, some arsehole customer in Stratford. <laughs> and yes, she is an arsehole. Um, <laughs> She just set up this Facebook group, just absolutely hating us and all her mates. Why? What have you done wrong for her? Because to hate she cancelled at last minute, and we charged her the cancellation fee oh, that she agreed with. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. and she, like Do you all have the her same mates, policy? You know, just oh, like oh god, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you have to. You've god, got to you've be. got a living. Yes, yeah. to make. You know, you know, you're kids to feed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, people just don't get that. <laughs> Yeah. I can just picture them now going, how much is your carrot dish again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah my kids didn't eat last week. <laughs> now, a carrot doesn't cost that much. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read out a couple of TripAdvisor reviews. You have to guess whether they're about Paul's restaurant, your own, or another. Okay? They're the rules. Okay. You, you're cheating. You can see. I can't see that. You know, yeah. okay. so I've so size angle. ten font. He's never reasoned this. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Nightmare is the title of this one. One out of five star. Ordered mains plus a few extras on the side. Manager wasn't available at first. Nobody knew what was going on. Eventually, we were given the wrong food. Such a shambles. Never again until the manager suddenly appeared. She apologised and said, so sorry, we'll rebook you and you can have it for free next time. So was that you or another restaurant? What do you reckon? Well. Have you ever done that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sure I wouldn't say, I would never say you can have it for free next time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that does not sound like no, me. <laughs> no, and that can't be me unless I wasn't very well that night. <laughs> Paul, do you reckon that's Francis or someone else? I, I, no, I don't think so. I don't think it's Francis, no. I don't think so, no. Somewhere else. 
It is somewhere else. It's actually the nearest Domino's to your restaurant. Is it? Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, like a couple of miles down the road from you, that is. Oh, Rebook oh, you? Books at Domino's. Huh? They said rebook you at the end. Yeah. Uh, I guess re like. Ah, uh, re. Ah, right. Okay. Who, who is writing reviews about Domino's? I know. Who's <laughs> got that much time? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Oh my TripAdvisor is littered with these people. They oh, love God, it. Get a job. Get a life. Something. <laughs> I I had I had actually had a friend uh, or an acquaintance. I would be better to say who. Um, attitude is every time they go out that they will write to TripAdvisor I was horrified wow yeah. what's your perspective on TripAdvisor do you look at it do you... no I don't, I don't even entertain TripAdvisor <laughs> I don't look at it I don't read it I have nothing to do with TripAdvisor anymore I, I used to do you what take no. a leaf out of this oh, no, book Paul yeah. oh, no, <laughs> he rises to it he rises to it no, I do I, I, no, I don't know why I never used to with the greatest of respect yeah. <laughs> But I, I'm, I've just been longer at it than you. Yeah, I've just got yeah. hardened. Yeah. Just, oh, mate. No. I'll get there. Yes. <laughs> One day, yeah. you'll be like Francis. I just, only be because I can't, I, can't, I can't stomach it. Because like you, I get enraged. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> but I actually spoke to a customer the other day and I said, look, if you contact us privately, you will get a measured response. If you leave it on TripAdvisor, you're either going to get sarcastic or abusive or nothing like it's just not a great way to leave feedback my view is why why doesn't the customer see you before they leave yeah mm. or if why? they don't like confrontation just send a private email and you'll get a better or a letter. response or a letter something like that yeah why why do that because there's something very vindictive about mm. it okay I've got another one here oh here we go <laughs> so very disappointing Two out of five stars. We've eaten in so many wonderful restaurants and chose this as there aren't many nice ones near us. Service was haphazard. None of the basics were adhered to, such as topping up water and picking the napkin off the floor. Napkins are paper, not cloth. Small touch, but paper napkins, question mark? There is no, <laughs> there is no fine in the dining no crumbing down. No crumbing down. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> this is my favourite bit. <laughs> Menu had one great dish, but the others I would have been able to have prepared myself at home. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then. Let's see it. Yeah. Okay. Was that, I'll give this one to you, Francis. Was that somewhere else or Paul's restaurant? What do you reckon? Somewhere else. Paul obviously knows that one. We're shaking your head. I think I think because of the paper napkins, we get a lot of abuse for that. Lately, since we got the star, this was your restaurant. Yeah. I don't quite remember that. I remember just the crumbing those, down. Yeah, just for those little fay crumbing down. But right? it's not a crumbing down restaurant. <laughs> no, yeah. You Talk know. us through the crumbing Stop down. Stop making a bloody what? mess. In fairness, like, in, you know in I mean? fairness, to Paul, when you, when you, eat, come, when you come to me, <laughs> you will <laughs> see we're more of a crumbing down restaurant than you are. We're yeah. not a crumbing down restaurant. How, how, do, what people, this is what I have been asked a mm. hundred times 
um, where's the spa? Where's the swimming pool? Sorry, madam, we don't have um, a spa or a swimming pool. But you're a Michelin-starred restaurant. <laughs> what? Are you joking? <laughs> That's crazy. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Just to clarify, crumbing down, for those that don't know, just describe yes. the usual so crumbing down process. It's like wiping down of the table. Now, we'll do it if it so is what particularly messy. what will they use? They well, used usually to, a napkin. Yeah, yeah they used to, traditionally a napkin, or, or in the if you go to the Ritz or somewhere, they have a little silver, little hoover. <laughs> Yeah. Don't mind me. Crumbing, crumbing down is, as I say, the little Hoover, and but with Paul's bread, and this is the interesting thing. And I would say to that TripAdvisor is that your bread, your lovely mm. bread that I had tonight, is so perfect that it doesn't crumb, so yeah. you wouldn't make a mess on Beautiful. the table but, anyway. Yeah. Can you, you write should, my responses? So, yes, <laughs> that's what you should have written. Yeah. Just send them my bread's so good it doesn't need crumbing down. <laughs> I'll write them for you. But it's true. It's true. It is. And and like, it's one of those things. It's like, if the table is particularly, we will do it. But we, we have a service style that is, we don't like to be too intrusive. And, you know, some places that do it and some places overdo it. There might be one crumb and I'm leaning on the table. You're having a conversation and I'm just, I just don't move for them. I'm like, just leave me alone, mate. Come on. You, yeah, you yeah. too much. Are you bored? Like too much. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Clean it after maybe a few courses or something, but. I think, I think. I'm not going to apologise to them Having for that. eaten in your lovely restaurant tonight, it has a style of its own and you can't be influenced by people's silly ideas. And if they don't get it. <laughs> I love this. It's true. Brilliant. If they don't get it, well, you know, that more's the shame they're losing out. Brilliant. Because Thank it's you. horses for courses. Yeah. It depends where you are to, 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 to what you can expect. Yeah. And they can't be very seasoned diners if they don't get that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. But you shouldn't comment. It's also the is that not your advice? <laughs> yeah, you should, but keep don't, I, I didn't reply to that. No, yeah, I didn't reply to them. No, anyway. because otherwise, that was a good one. I've yeah. got a phrase at work. It's if you enter into it, it's a he said, she said, he said, yeah. she said, and you're there forevermore, giving yourself a heart attack, giving yourself palpitations, and they you just need to walk away. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You don't want to get it. Yeah, I need to take leaf out of your bottle. Yeah, yeah, just be cool. <laughs> know what you're doing. You, you, what you're doing is amazing. So why, why take any notice of them? Love it. That yeah. is wise words right it is, there. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, don't want to bring the the mood down, but I just want to because we've we've checked in with this every single episode so far uh, to see where salt ranks in Stratford upon Avon on TripAdvisor. Up or down? Has it gone up or down? What it's were we gone, at last time? Seventeenth. Yeah, it's gone down. Yeah. yeah, it has gone down. Yeah, nineteenth in Stratford. <laughs> it is nineteenth the best restaurant in Stratford. On we Trip were Claim to fame. Excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me. The, the winner, the best restaurant in the world on TripAdvisor. Sorry, is really not. No, um, I know. I know. Up to standard. Massimo Batura's restaurant, number one in the world, is number two in the village that it's in. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, on TripAdvisor, that is true. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, right, moving on. Uh, Let's do Boiling Point. I love this. So uh, each week we talk to our esteemed chefs about what life has been like in the kitchen and they reveal stories about when it's all got a bit too hot. Have they taken it out on someone else or has someone else take, taken it out on them? Paul's delivered us two stories so far, but I know you've got a locker full. Oh, I've got a list on my phone, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Not uh, all me, I might add, not all me. Just okay. 
witnessed things generally or who would like to kick off you go off Paul okay then that'll make me think of something terrible I don't know (laughs) actually it's good him going first you can gauge how bad to go with your story you You can just go in the middle I was actually speaking to the guys earlier I was like well what what can I do this week like because they know the list and they know all the stories and stuff so this one actually I this is something I witnessed I was there I've got to be very careful I can't say any names I want the names you know I want the names tell you after okay (laughs) I won't tweet them (laughs) so um, (laughs) I was working in a restaurant very good restaurant and um, we had a guy um, how good a restaurant he was under me (laughs) (laughs) stop probing sorry okay just check Um, out his CV this guy who's a good cook he's gone on to do very well now but he was always a bit of a blagger and honestly the lies that come out of him were like poetry. The way they just caught it was like, I actually believe you, even though I've seen from my own eyes, that's a lie, but that's amazing. Like it was, it was, it's crazy. So like, and it just go beyond just to lie. And he'd always get called on it, right? And uh, so we're in service one night, really busy. And we had, um, we had this dish on with, you know, those jars of smoked herring roe you get. Sure. So like smoked, you know, smoked herring roe, it looks like caviar, but it's, it's herring meat that's dyed with squid ink and it's like shaped to caviar. Oh, okay. It's nice. It's got a cheap ingredient, but quite tasty seasoning mm-hmm. for dishes. And um, so we had this jar and it's black and it? it's pure black because mm. like, it's obviously dyed with squid ink. And there's a big white patch in the corner and it can only be one thing. It's mold. So he's not stock rotated. He's kept it in his fridge. So oh, he's opened yeah. it up, put it on the pass, ready to do it. He's seen it, crapped himself. And the chef's just gone. I'm assuming that means the whole thing is not, you can't use any of that. It's not like the corners. No, great, no, you like just. The whole thing it's is. It's not even worth it. Especially that. It's like yeah, yeah. eight, yeah, eight quid big, a tin. It's in, it's in big you know what. Right. Yeah. Mm. You know, the chef's seen that. Mm. And that's yeah. not acceptable at no. all. Yeah. You know, spoilage bacteria, no. you can see. Not acceptable. Out in the dustbin. It's gone. Chef and all. Yeah. What mm. the fuck is that? It's like. <laughs> No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Don't worry about it, don't worry, it's fine, it's fine. It's like, that's mold. No, no, it's fine. It gets a spoon, picks it up, eats it. <laughs> what? Eats it. Just, no. Just because that's how far he'd extend his lie. It's oh. like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. And then it was gone. So he's like, one is removing the evidence. <laughs> Two is... Um, um, poisoning himself. Yeah, poisoning himself. And three, he's just like... He's just getting like he's prepared to take that risk to maybe get to food lie. poisoning yes, fish, just to cover like... himself. So oh, like man. the chef's seen that and that's enraged him more. The fact that he would just go to those lengths to cover it up, grabbed him by the scruff of the neck and probably a bit of throat in there as well. And <laughs> probably, just, probably a bit of throat. <laughs> so he grabbed him, him by the throat. Yeah, yeah. dragged him out to the car park and. <laughs> Again, like, like I said, the lion was poetry. The bollocking was as well. It was just, it, wow. was, it, was, it was a thing was... of beauty. <laughs> just the way he went at him. And no, we just carried on like head down, like, like crack on, crack yes, on. Yes, it's always the kitchen goes really silent. Yeah. Yeah. Does it, do you like slowly just stir stuff? Oh, yeah. 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 Stirring. Because yeah. yeah. you're like, this could be me next. Yes. <laughs> but like, yeah, you're coming in. Checking and all your food with mold. each other and he's like, did, did he? Just eat that. Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <no. laughs> What's he doing? Like, you're just carrying on. And, like, you can just hear this bollocking coming from the kitchen. Oh, and come man. In, it's all sheepish. And it's like, 
Mate, what are you doing? What, what, what you happened doing next to him? Was it just a severe bollocking? I think a written kept his job and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Written oh, it blows in. over. Does it? Yeah. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. You get on with service. It, it's for, for that split second when you know it's. I mean, I've had it when I've heard them say, "Did she really say that?" <laughs> and there's this silence, and there's. There's this awful <laughs> chop, 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 chop. <laughs> not, not a word is said. <laughs> and then amazing. a check will come on or something and then that's it and then they get on with it because yeah. they have to. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then afterwards it's, uh, well, you know, she said this to me and she said that to me and I'm going to do, <laughs> I'm going to take her to a tribunal. Oh, and all of a sudden, oh yeah, yeah. yeah so it, then it goes, yeah, yeah, that's it. But, yeah. but you, you get over it. Um, we had a situation whereby um, uh, Marco was um, doing an advertisement for um, Norfolk Turkeys. Marco, okay. so Marco, Marco PMI. PMI. Yeah, he was doing this. So, were you working with him? It, yeah, well, he came to York Arms to do this advertisement because they needed a sort of a place that looked like a wonderful country house. Mm. And it was the middle of June and they got a snow machine outside it was quite a hot day and the the whole of the green we'd got a caravan there with food and I'd naively said oh well we'll produce some food and they just laugh for for the for this you don't have to get it oh no no so they got this guy with a great trailer who laughed at me who said I only do three days look at you <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. said to me at the time wow, okay, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so that was all good and uh, we had all these that Kemp man in and all these celebrities eating Marco's turkey right. um, and the chef uh, who was supposed to be doing this for Marco had a, a tattoo of a snake around his neck yeah. And so Marco, um, the producer said, oh, we can't have, can't have a tattoo on this. Right. Um, your kitchen will have to do it. So this little lad that I had was really good. Yeah. And he, mm. he was to do the dish. Anyway, the poor thing. And I felt so sorry for him. Marco had got these flashing knives um, that he was pushing at the time. And um, he chopped his finger off. And it was chop, 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 chop with the mashed potato. Oh, no. and, it, and they were filming. And he realised what he'd done. Oh. Chopped the end off. So he ran away. So what? The, what? The, you know, How did he run away? Well, left did his finger. Did he, did, he, did, he, did he take his finger with him? You know, it was hanging in the end. Oh. And, he, and he chopped, chopped. And he was, and he, and he ran away. And he ran out of the door. And I said, oh, my God. Um, and rushed, rushed after him. And they got all this smoke stuff in the kitchen to make it look atmospheric. Yeah, yeah. So nobody saw, and they just carried on doing, covered up the blood in the mashed potato and carried it on. Oh my it. Yes, God! Yes. Well, needless to say, that that, that. I, we watched this advertisement <laughs> with great interest when it came on. To see, to see, spot the to see. Mash. No, and it went. It it lasted for a week. Oh, <laughs> and it got chucked out. God, then, that is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And poor, poor little chappy, he, he ran away because he was so mortified. He oh, bless his finger, him. I know. He never so quite we recovered from to, it. We, no, 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 we, we got it back. But the fact was that he ran away. So I can't come back, I can't come back. Of course I can come back. 
Oh, bless him. Knife. Just too sharp. <laughs> that is insane. Oh, no, no. That is incredible. Mm. Wow. Um, I mean, I just had, again, in media, these moments that you guys get of just sheer, like, panic or arguments just doesn't happen in our world. Right? I don't no, know. It's such an it? off-the-moment job, isn't it? Is like, it because of the adrenaline right in the kitchen? And and the, what is it? It's just, just, it's just I don't know. I think you've got to be a bit peculiar to want to do the job in the first place. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I always That's used to think... That's a knowing laugh right yeah. there. I always used to think when I was younger, well, I know I'm just odd anyway. <laughs> but that's what I want to do. I don't want a nine-to-five job. And, and I think... You, 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 not so much now, but it used to be. There used to be such pressure in the kitchen, mm. uh, um, and you had to really um, work work hard to survive. Um, I think life's a bit better organised now. Yeah. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah, no, totally. From your do. experience, yeah, totally but, do, yeah. you know, it's it's not like that. It's you know, it's much better, but it still has its stresses. Yeah, of course. Um, it's a lot of pressure. Because it's a question of just getting it right every, twice a day. Yeah. yeah. There's no twice margin for error, is there, really? No. That's the thing. No, Especially because, when you're retaining a star. Yeah, well, because like... that brings us back to TripAdvisor. Yeah. If you're just not quite on form, then yeah. you, you... I have never, ever made a mistake and not being picked up for it it always irritates me actually yeah. <laughs> I've never managed to get away with it well, yeah I bet um, a couple yeah. of quick things before we wrap up actually that you reminded me because um, you very kindly invited myself and Haley up there up to the York Arms for a night and we had the most unbelievable meal and a little tour around it was just beautiful um, oh, it's lovely to have you and uh, yeah no it was really great but also there was a second added interest from me because uh, Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon, the trip. Mm. Oh, I remember you telling me about Episode yeah. five mm. was filmed at the York Arms, mm. which is insane. And do you yeah. know what? During that, that was yonks ago. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, it must be 10 years. We still, and this brings us back to the media yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and does it do you any good? We still have people coming up and saying oh, where did the sit I know I did oh, it's really? embarrassing Still, but yeah. I, I I did I was yeah. staying there the night. I was like so where did Rob Bryan sit <laughs> I was I couldn't help it because I was a massive fan and yeah. I know and, and they still do the trip they still do that yeah they've done it in tour. Spain and Italy yes. and yeah they've done several yes. since he won a BAFTA for that series yeah that he was in your restaurant yeah, incredible yeah. affiliation yeah yeah so yeah well, that it, was that was that was good I mean I've never forget it I think we had to make about 20 souffles <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you take, uh, take, yeah take, for, for those yeah. listening Francis features in the episode because they do cutaways to the kitchen so you see Francis saying check on and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> making another souffle constantly whisking egg whites yeah <laughs> Um, the last thing I wanted to end on, uh, because I found out a great one this week, were um, I want to call them like home cooking hacks. So any little pieces of advice that you can give to aspiring home cooks that you think will help them out in some regard. For example, found this out the other day. If you're cooking garlic, cooking with garlic, when you wash your hands to use soap and cold water because the hot water sort of scalds it onto your hands, doesn't completely wash it off. So if you use cold water with soap, that will eradicate the smell better than hot water. I, I don't know, actually. I, I, I was told at college that this... <laughs> Is that rubbish? Is that... Because I I so. when I found it yeah. out, I tried it and I, I convinced myself that it was... Yeah. 
completely I, legit. I was, I, mean, told, I was tweeting about it. I was messaging my mum. I was like, <laughs> you'll never guess what. I, I don't think it works. No. <laughs> Seriously? I was told at college to wash your hands with cold water before you prep garlic because it closes your pores. And then oh, okay. it doesn't go in when you're prepping it. But I remember saying to one of the lecturers, yeah, but my hands warm up when I'm prepping it. And then they didn't answer me. All right, fine. So, so they didn't know the answer. Yeah, yeah probably. You're one step ahead. Yeah, I think just wear gloves, mate. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I shattered my illusions. Yeah. I thought I had to bring know, to the table. There may be some science in it. I don't know, but we'll get a garlic crusher then. Garlic crusher, actually, yeah. Yeah, perfect. At home, I use them at home. I just can't bother having garlic. No, it's fiddly, fingers. isn't yeah. it? As well, doing garlic small. Yeah. Um, Anything from you guys? Can you top that amazing tidbit? Oh, Have ooh. a bit of greaseproof. Oh, greaseproof. I always call it greaseproof. A silicone paper in your kitchen. It is greaseproof, time. isn't it? No, it's silicone. Not. Silicone now, yeah. generally. Yeah. Well, a lot of, it's still known as. Oh, yeah. I definitely call it greaseproof. Yeah. Well, anyway, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Have a bit of that in the kitchen and stick it on the top of the fish when you're frying your fish. Pan side down. Why is that? Won't stick. Brilliant. There yeah. you go. No, no, Simple. Love it. Yeah, or or use the traditional way, like you use um, a butter pack. You must have seen that one. You mm -hmm. put the butter pack over it when you put it in the oven. Yeah. So like it retains all the steam, so you pan fry on your fish, mm. cover it with a pack of butter, mm. you know, the foil ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then you've still got the butter on it going mm. down, steaming it whilst it's in the mm. oven. Beautiful. Yeah. So simple. Mm. Love it. And, you know, something you can use that's at home all the time. Yeah. Great. Mm. I think that's about it for me. Unless anyone else has got anything to bring to the table, I think we're pretty much done. No, definitely. No, yeah, a few more great. drinks to drink, I think. Nice one. Well, thanks so much for coming, Francis. It's, been like, a it's so nice a to see you pleasure. again. Nice and, to um, see you. No, and I hope pleasure's been all mine. I've have to come up to the York Arms. Yeah, yeah you've got will. to go up yeah. there, mate. You'll learn mm. a thing about you know, how to not respond to TripAdvisor. And <laughs> yeah. I'll get that. I'll get you get that. I'll, I'll get told off by my wife. Or something, so. Yeah, I know I know you do. Because yeah. when, I, when I saw that one you commented on the other day, I was like, Rianne's not seen this. She's yeah. not seen this. She'd be not livid. mentioned it yet, actually. And that was she, nearly a week ago. Yeah. I, I won't text her and tell her that, <laughs> that you've done it. Okay, wherever you are and however you're listening... Um, uh, here's to you for, for doing that and and downloading. And here's to you, Francis, for joining us tonight. Thanks so Pleasure. much for coming. Cheers. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to The Nightcap. And remember, if you love listening as much as we love doing it, then you can support us now at Patreon. So that's patreon.com forward slash The Nightcap. For the price of a cup of coffee a month, you can help secure the future of the podcast, be part of the team. And as well as that, you'll get exclusive access to some content, signed menus from Paul's Michelin-starred restaurant Salt, and first refusal of any tickets we do for some live events up and down the country. Head to patreon.com forward slash The Nightcap. Cat for more.